You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. How you doing, Cynthia? I'm good. How are you? I'm a little under the weather, but um, I'm 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 battling through, Mama. I'm battling through. Um, let's uh, let's spend some time on the Giants and Jets, and, and then also then I, I want to get your take on some of the other schedules out there that you love, maybe some that you don't. Um, this is a difficult one for the Jets, boy. I tell you, uh, Baltimore. Oh I, I, so so wait a minute. So wait, I, I did a deep dive here. I looked at I looked at at the Jets roster. Do you know that? A minimum of 10, of course, you know, assuming who's going to start, right? A minimum of 10, possibly 12 players on the Jets starting roster will be either rookie or second-year players, and seven of them will be on offense. Are you aware of that? I, you know, I hadn't gone through and looked. I knew it was going to be a lot, but I didn't know. I mean, that's kind of even more than I thought. And, and you got to tell me they got to open the season against the Baltimore Ravens and, and Lamar Jackson? Yeah, you know, I think the whole beginning of the schedule, you know, I was kind of hoping we'd see a little Jacksonville a little bit earlier so that the Jets could, you know, get a little chemistry mm-hmm. going, get, you know, that the juju working in their favor. So, again, they open but, up Baltimore, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. They take on the entire AFC North in the first three weeks, Cynthia, and that's, that's going to be one of the, depending, of course, we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, will he be suspended a few games uh, by the league, the league not through with their investigation? So they, you know, th- th- that could be good for the Jets catching Cleveland without um, Deshaun Watson. I-, I know Jacoby Brissett is the backup. I know he's not chopped liver. Um, he's won some games. So, uh, but but your thoughts, I mean, <laughs> I hate to say it, but there's there's a chance the Jets could open up 0-4, let alone 0-9 until they get their bye week in week 10. Yeah, I was I was looking at that too. I mean, the the other way you could think about it is if some of these and these games that seem really hard turn out to be wins, then maybe that could be like a really nice boost of confidence because on paper that schedule is ugh, terrible. <laughs> then after the bye, it's New England, and then and then they get you know they get Chicago, they get Detroit, okay. they get Jacksonville. We'll see. I don't know. Week seventeen, who will be quarterbacking for the Seattle Seahawks? We don't know. So, you know, the second half of this, it, it just, it'd be nice if the schedule flip-flopped, right? Yeah, I mean, look, it would be nice if it's not only flip-flopped, or at least, like, you know, mix in some of those other games, like, mix in like a, you know, go Jacksonville, then go Ravens, then go, you know, you have to play who you have to play, but like, you know, mix it, at least mix it up a little bit, if not put the easy ones first. Um, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm calling up the, the giant schedule now. Uh, to take a look at, uh, at at what they have going on and what the NFL did for them, um, so so they they kick off uh, their week one at Tennessee, um, and then they have Carolina, Dallas, Chicago, Green Bay, Baltimore. Wow, how about that? They have one. How about this? One, two, three, four, five home games in a row, Cynthia. Then they're at Jacksonville, and then at Seattle. So a much 
a much a much easier beginning of the season for the Giants as for the Jets. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Giants, but, like, you know, the difference is, is, I mean, the Giants also are in a, in my opinion, an easier position, too. So, you know, it's, it's, it's both things, right? Like, their schedule overall was easier even before we knew what the Jets' schedule was. I mean, like, all of the NFC East has, you know, if you look at strength, strength and schedule from last season, which I think is, a, is a, not a perfect metric, but it's okay. That like all of the the NFC East just in general, the strength of schedule for them is a much lighter than than the AFC. And and keep in mind, I'm looking at that one, two, three, four that that five game stretch between week two and week six, and and that Sunday, October 9th, of course, Green Bay will be in London. Uh, that'll be a 9:30 a.m. game. Uh, let, let's talk about some of the other schedules out there that you do like. What's the one that really stands out to you that you're like, wow, the NFL did this team some justice? You know, I think I look at there's a couple, but the Eagles is pretty favorable. They have a really nice, I mean, look, you, you change your, you get a new a, a pass or pass catcher like they got in A.J. Brown and you add to your defense in that way. You really set your young quarterback up to see, okay, if, if the Eagles aren't good this year, it is it is 100% not on the schedule, nor is it on the personnel. So this is a real chance to see what they've got there. And, and the Eagles are in, are in good shape. I think they end up winning the division, unfortunately, for, for Dallas and Giants and Washington fans. Oh, I, 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 that, I've already gone to the window. <laughs> My money is I – put, I, put, I put money on the Eagles a few weeks ago. Um, but you're right. In looking, in looking at the schedule at Detroit against Minnesota at home, that's the big Monday night game, second week. Then at Washington, Jacksonville, at Arizona, Dallas. Uh, I, I do believe they have the, the ability to start the season 4-0, uh, maybe by the time they have their bye week. This is the only thing I don't like. I don't, I don't necessarily like the bye week coming early. It's week 7. But by the time they yeah. get to the bye week, um, you know, I think they, they could be 5-1, and 4-2, and two, worst case scenario. Agree? Very hard, yes, I agree. Also, you have to remember, they get Arizona without DeAndre Hopkins, too. So, you know, that is a known suspension. Yeah, and uh, and Murray, told, like, you, you look at Murray's statistics, and it, it's evident how much he struggles in regard to completion percentage, uh, touchdowns yep. p- thrown in games when, uh, when Hopkins is not on the field with him. What, what are some of the teams out there besides the Jets? We've just broke that down uh, that we both feel um, did, did, did not get any favors from the NFL. Uh, but wh- what are some of the other schedules out there that you think are really difficult? Well, we know all the AFC West teams just in general, those teams, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's the most difficult division. So you have six games that are hard no matter what. But if you look at the amount of travel that the Raiders have, look at week eight and the next five weeks on from there. All four of them are away games. In week eight, which is like, that's like prime, like we're getting tired, things are getting wonky time, right? So if you look at their schedule, the amount of travel alone is just so punishing. And then I look to see, 
you know, like obviously you see, like I was looking to see, okay, the Rams have a hard schedule. They play a hard, they play a hard, you know, situation, but they do get that mini bye week 14 and week 15. So the Rams got a little bit of a favor. So, you know, if you're looking at one of these, I, I think that really helps the Rams like significantly. But, you know, again, you go back to the ones with the hard divisions and you say chief schedule, woof, that is, that thing is terrible. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Chief schedule, Raiders schedule, all yucky. Especially when you look at, I mean, Broncos is relatively easy compared to the Chiefs, meaning the order is easier. Right. So uh, in, in looking at the, uh, the Raiders, and you're talking about week eight at New Orleans, at Jacksonville, home against Indianapolis, then at Denver, at Seattle, home against the Chargers, yeah. and then at the Rams. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it definitely. And, and, they, and, and here's another thing. Uh, they, get, they get a bye week. Uh, they get a bye week in week six. That stinks. Awful. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Awful, how, awful, awful. Yep. How, how, much, how, much do you, how much do you put in in your, in your analysis on, on how well you think a team does? How much emphasis do you put in on where the bye week stands? Well, it depends because, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to like, who are you playing ahead of and out of that bye? It does help. Like, let's say you have Green Bay coming out of a bye and you're the Lions, right? Like, that's nice for you to have a, an extra week to get ready, to get healthier, to kind of get better. But, like, you know, the early, the later bye has typically been, you know, around the week 10 or 11 or 12 bye. That is where you, t- you typically see you know, the best results. Now, you have to, like, you have to characterize things in terms of, like, okay, you know, is this team actually good? You know, what is their, what kind of injuries are we talking about? You have to, put it all in context, but the, the more towards the middle you can get, the better off you are. But if you're a playoff contending team that's not going to get a bye, now that's really specific, right? Then you want as late as possible. So, like, if you're the Packers this year and you're not going to get the bye, then you want to have a week 14, you know, the, go as late as possible. So then it feels like you get, you know, close to that playoff bye. Um, and, and looking at some of the, uh, the over-unders, here that are out in regard to the Jets and, and we just went down their schedule and, and just saw how, how brutal it is, especially the first four weeks against the AFC North over under five and a half over is at minus minus one forty. A lot of people feel that the Jets will win six games this season. Um, do you? I do. I think they sneak in. One, like, I, look, I, I think that they have improved their roster enough that I think that some of those games, like, you know, I don't know who wins it between them and the Lions, for example. I don't think totally like Lions lie down like every other year, right? They had a really improved offseason too. But I think those those games where there's a little bit of a, a tipping point, I think tip more in favor of the Jets. Now, I would like it better if they started off easier because momentum in terms of like learning how to win games together, that's great. But I do think they six seems like it's a very achievable number. Again, Cynthia Freeland joining us here from ninety uh, from from uh, the NFL Network here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. The Giants over under is at seven, so very interesting. The under is what's favored here. Under seven wins at minus one thirty. What side are you on here, Cynthia? You know, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with the 
with the herd here about the under. This is I wouldn't I would stay away from that one though because I think that one's a that one's a trick because you're right they they start out pretty strong but also like I don't know I don't think they're like I think they're getting overly punished right like I feel like the Jets you know until their schedule came out we were you know people were like oh maybe you know whatever and then and then it's just too much pendulum swinging one way or another I think the Giants might be getting dinged too hard I also think the Falcons are getting dinged too hard too I think there's that like four and a half. Is there is there an over under out there that, you know, I, like I, like I, I'm with you. I'm all over the Eagles, so I like the over nine and a half for the Eagles at minus one fifteen. Is there another over out there that you really love for a team? Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Love that Falcons over four and a half. It's not sexy, but I like it a lot. The Falcons over four and a half. Hold on one second before I let you go. Um, I want to yeah. take a look. Is it is it is it that you're just a, a, a bigger believer than most in Marcus Mariota? What what is it about that no, it's team? That I, think their defense, I think their defense is further along. I think Carolina is less far along. I think that you know that there will the ability for Arthur Smith. We you, know, you got to give Arthur Smith some credit. We saw what he did in Tennessee. I think he's going to figure that out something similar there. I think. They're getting overly punished for feeling like Calvin Ridley being gone is going to be a huge. I think you're looking at last year too much. I mean, they, they had a better year. Okay, they didn't have a great year last year, but they had a better year than we kind of remember when we think about them, right? And they're like, oh, well, Matt Ryan's gone. They're going to be terrible. You have to remember, like, that whole – they were without so many pieces on that offense, and now they have a running back. It's not the greatest thing ever, but they have a running back. They have a situ- – they're, they're building some things there, and I think their defense is – like I said, further along than we give them credit for. You know, one team that I think folks are, are, are sleeping on, and that is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, over under, over under seven and a half. The over at seven and a half is, is it even money? Wow. I just, I think, I think because they drafted Pickett, um, I, I don't, I think people are looking at Trubisky as like that horrible quarterback from Chicago. I don't think people realize just how uh, amazing this defense is going to be. Um, I, I, I think Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh wins 10 games. I think they get into the, I think they get into the playoffs. What are your thoughts on Pittsburgh? Yeah, I, I don't think that, I don't, I'm not as bullish on them as you, but I, I think seven and a half is far too, is, is very low. You know, I, I Mike Tomlin doesn't, doesn't have a seven and a half season. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was not good last year. I understand that, you know, he overall, he's a good quarterback, but last year and the year before, he was not good. And look at those teams. You know, look where they ended up. Look at the numbers. Mike Tomlin does not have a losing season. So, you know, when I look at this, I think all you got to do is get to eight, right? Like, I don't think the pitchers, I don't think the Steelers make it to the playoffs. And I think part of that is because I think they have two late games with the Browns. And I think if Deshaun does get, you know, if Deshaun does get suspended, he'd be back by the time he faced those, which really annoys me. Um, okay, <laughs> so really – Really quick before I let you go, because there there is still quite a few question marks in around the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. That's for sure. So what what is the latest? What are you hearing about Deshaun Watson in this investigation that's nothing. going on? Nothing. You're not hearing anything. And here, 
I'm I'm certain that they're figuring it out though. Like it's way too big of a you know they're they're not like I'm, I'm certain they're trying to figure out what all of the different elements are. I don't know how to but I have no sense of how any of it's going. My my you know logical brain says to me that I think that the Texans made things very hard and they obscured what was going on to the point where it takes a lot when someone you know puts a big block over something for a long time it's hard to you know undo all of that blockage uh, very quickly so I do think they're on top of it they're very incentivized to get it right and I hope that the fact that we haven't heard much is more of a testament to the fact that they're doing all of the due diligence which I believe they are as opposed to like you know they, they don't owe us to tell us yet they're they said they're doing an investigation they will reveal the finding you know I, I do actually believe that they have to get this one right Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the Carolina Panthers, uh, there's some talk and speculation that um, they, at one point in time, were interested in Baker Mayfield, uh, possibly not. What, what do you think happens with Baker Mayfield? Where do you think he lands? I think he lands somewhere. Um, my my sense is that it might not be, I don't think it's Carolina, um, unfortunately, because I'd like to see week one be like the ultimate revenge game narrative. So like, look at how many revenge games there would be if you add that to the Browns play Panthers week one. But, um, you know, I think it'll probably come down to an unfortunate training camp situation where a team needs a quarterback kind of that they weren't expecting to need. Unfortunately, we've seen injuries and things like that before. So mm-hmm. I think I don't think it's going to be decided by, you know, a team like actually wanting him more than needing him. Last but not least, the San Francisco 49ers. What we're hearing is that um, Jimmy Garoppolo still expected to be traded in June once the shoulder has healed 100%. Also, I'm hearing that, uh, Trey Lance not ready to be a starter in the NFL. So what what do you anticipate will happen with the 49ers? Who do you think their starting quarterback is going to be week one? Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> the next time Kyle Shanahan tells us the truth will be the first. You know, like, he doesn't owe us. Like, I, I mean, I don't expect him to. So, like, I just, I think, I think it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, what are they doing? Like, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, you and me both. You and me both. Uh, Cynthia, thank you so much. Always great when you pop on, my friend. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. You enjoy the rest of your Saturday afternoon and your weekend. You too. You got it. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.